Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. You are now listening to Kings of Talk Radio. Support button, follow me, automatic. You know where you at. Let's go. into one of my legendary classic open forms. Yes, that's right, an open form. And what I mean by that is I choose a topic and we give the facts and we give my opinion, which is also important. Yes, I said it. Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk, it is. Again, my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar and you are listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas slash Kings of Talk. And we have some guidance from a marriage counselor guru for the rich. He actually saves marriages for the elite people of the world. And he actually put together a quite nice ensemble of top nine. And on this one, it's just gonna be a little bit different. And what I mean by that is, I'm gonna give you the lesson, and then I'm gonna give you the action that you need to actually perform and do 
I know it sounds a little bit tricky, but let's just get into some of these keynotes, key points, and we're going to have fun tonight, today, wherever you are at, and we're going to break some things down. May challenge some people around the world, and we're really going to see where we can really get this to and take this to. Journey with me. I had some key points, Music Mike. Again, I forgot. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you to my staff, Music Mike, Linda. They're looking at me like, yeah, you... You better say something. <laughs> well, as I get into it, number one, don't talk until you understand each other. Again, this is number one. Don't talk until you understand each other. Traditional therapists begin with communication, encouraging the couple to talk and listen. That makes no sense to me because what's the point of talking and listening if you don't understand what your partner is really saying? One common dynamic is when a woman tells a man what she needs, he'll interpret it through his own masculinity filtering system. This creates a problem. She might say, I've got a big problem I'm worried about. His focus will be on the problem and so how he tries to fix it for her because he thinks that's what she wanted. He instantly makes her problem as small as possible because minimizing and letting go is what he does with his own problems in his professional life. This strategy has made him successful, so he uses it with her, but she feels he doesn't care, so she becomes upset. He now thinks he has tried to help her and she's impossible to please. So they get trapped in a negative cycle. What she really needs from him is to care about how she feels about the problem. You see, couples must also understand that they are two very different people. I say to my clients, imagine you and your partner are trying to navigate London, but she has a map of Paris and you have a map of New York, but you both think your map is of London. How quickly will there be conflict? The lesson is learn to embrace the differences in your relationship. This has the potential to be a great strength because it is the foundation of a long-lasting attraction and passion. Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk, do you understand where E.G. the Urban Scholar is going? Are you following me? We're going to get deep. Yes, go get your popcorn, go get your candy. You know what it is. <laughs> and the action shows that man should listen without trying to solve the problem. The object is to care, not to fix. A woman should understand the masculinity energy is about protection, letting go and moving on. So appreciate that strength. Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk, are you following me? Pretty sure some would agree, some might not, but I'm here to talk about it. Let's argue. Let's all get together and have a great conversation. Let's make those minds work to the fullest extent. When was the last time you might have did that? Let's do it. I want to take you there, Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk, me, E.G. the Urban Scholar. There's only one. Number two. Don't blame your partner for your emotions. Your emotions are your own. They don't belong to your partner. When we feel hurt or resentful, in our very real sense, we are doing those emotions to ourselves. And yet we think other people are doing it to us. 
This comes from every day in sessions and it's a shocking moment for most people when they grasp it. Never make your marriage about me. It doesn't matter who's at fault. Take 100% responsibility yourself because you are a team. And if one person loses, you all lose. If your partner is upset and not being their usual self, don't blame them and kick them when they're down. Instead, offer a helping hand. The lesson, the objective is not to be right in a quarrel, is to care. The action, pause to remember that your partner is not making you feel or behave in a certain way. Renegade Nation, kings of talk, are we here? Are we still here? Am I going deep? I'm here. <laughs> Number three, when people say hurtful things, don't judge them. Often an argument will come down to your emotional state in the moment. It's not the cup left in the sink that causes the explosion of temper. It's a buildup of fear, worries, and resentments about life not being how we think that it should be. To help your partner, you should ask yourself, is that my husband slash wife or isn't it? You must know who they are deep down and know when they are not being themselves. They must know they are still love, no matter what. In almost every case, they're still the great person you know and love. But at that moment, they're feeling emotionally challenged and acting out of character. Renegade Nation. Kings of talk, have I hit a nerve? Am I going somewhere? Journey with me. Hold my hand as I walk you down the yellow brick road and I give it to you Ron rugged. Yes. This is what's going on in America. This is what's going on behind closed doors. Do you want to admit it or not? You don't think we see? You don't think we look through those windows at night? <laughs> you know what I mean. And by me saying that, a lot of people have friends that they talk with about their relationship. I know that this might be a hard pill to swallow, but I'm here to tell you that these things will occur. You see, when you are in a good relationship, let me take that back because there is no really good relationship. Some of the strongest relationships have the most arguments. It's the difference between having an argument and understanding each other's point. When both points meet and it becomes an understanding and you actually work the situations out. I don't mean having an argument every single day. That's definitely gonna cause a problem later on down the line. It goes back to that understanding and take this from it. The most important thing to remember is this. Chances are your partner is not deliberately trying to hurt you. When they say hurtful things, if men are saying hurtful things, it's often because they're frustrated and they don't know what to do. If women are doing so, it is usually because they're trying to wake him up and connect to him because they want him to acknowledge what they are feeling at the time. So don't walk away because that feels like abandonment. But ask yourself, what were they really going through to even say that? The lesson, rather than judging, remember who they really are. Judging someone isn't loving them. Did you catch that Renegade Nation? Did you catch that Kings of Talk? Judging is not loving them. The action, Remember yourself to care before you respond. The action, remind yourself to care before you respond. Remember, 
they lost the connection with themselves. You need to help them pick themselves back up. Renegade Nation Kings of Talk, this can be relatable in so many ways. There must be balance in a relationship to even make it work, correct? And if there is not, then nine times out of 10, it's just not gonna work. Or is it gonna become very toxic, trust me. We don't want that because that toxic way of living can destroy a person, a household, a single individual, a good relationship. It can create a cycle that sometimes might not stop and it can become very scary. And I wouldn't want anybody to have to grow through that and feel that pain. Yes, it is a different side on the other side and it can get very crazy, trust me. <laughs> yeah again my name is EG the Urban Scholar and you're listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas slash Kings of Talk and like I said we're in for a long one we're talking about relationships how to keep yours thriving if you feel like that you may be losing some things Definitely some good advice from some guru. Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. Here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials for the buy one, get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. You are now listening to Kings of Talk Radio. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Take a seat. Have a seat. You are in here for something great. My name is EG the Urban Scholar, and you are listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. We just having some fun in the studio. I'm, I'm sorry about that. We just, <laughs> I didn't even know we was on. <laughs> Again, we're doing the top nine. Top nine ways to keep your relationship stable and successful, happy, all that good stuff. Some advice. You don't have to take it. But this advice comes from a super guru that gets paid millions for this advice. So you might want to just listen just a little bit. <laughs> Let's go, Kings of Talk. 
that you're zoning with me. I just want to get a chance for you to vibe. Hey, I see you in the back dancing. Oh, okay. I see you. Oh, I see you, Linda. <laughs> just perfect you just oh every time like ah yes every time you do bring it and <laughs> thank you again so much to my lovely staff well moving right along number four don't keep scores on each other in a long-term relationship it's important to give to your partner because it's who you are rather than because of what you want back don't make an early morning cup of tea because you want them to make you one tomorrow do it without expectations of a return gesture those who trade usually end up with little back that tit for tat bull nonsense renegade nation kings of talk you know what i mean i do this for you today i'm gonna need something tomorrow is that right that doesn't really hold up a relationship for very long trust me it doesn't the lesson is to never keep score of who owns what. The action, make loving your partner a continuous decision every day. Just as you decide to have breakfast, wake up and decide to love your partner. Hands down, yes, I agree, completely, completely. I don't have too much to say about that one. Perfectly put. Number five, don't push them away, help them back. As I go into this brief story, one client's successful wife was having an affair. When we spoke, I realized that she was probably done with the marriage, but she felt terribly guilty. She didn't want to tell her husband it was over. She was at a deciding point. Would she separate or not? Her husband was so stuck in feelings of resentment, he began to wear her down emotionally, not realizing that that would give her the final push to leave which she did. I say to people in a similar situation, if you go down this road, you're only going to make it worse. Relationships are full of fears that you won't be loved, that your partner will cheat or leave. But don't dwell on those fears. Instead, Renegade Nation Kings of Talk, focus on what you want your marriage to look like and take it and guide it to that place. Come on now. Do you understand what I'm saying, Renegade Nation Kings of Talk? Take it there. The lesson, concentrate on what needs to happen next, not on what happened in the past. The action, find out what your partner wants by simply asking rather than living in fear of their answer. Enough said. Number six, anger isn't always bad, but think first. Sometimes anger is useful if the energy is used for good, you don't want to suppress it all the time. But if something makes you furious, pause and choose how to respond. If your partner is angry, remember that the worst response is empathy. Your partner clearly has a problem. They're coming to you hoping you will help them. They might want a chat or a hug. We all want to feel appreciated and loved. Some wives tell their husbands what they do wrong, 
far more often than what they do right. <laughs> Am I starting to hit some bells? Is something started to become a little bit clearer now? Are you listening, Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk? He starts to feel like he's failing at home. So he spends more time at work to avoid domestic failure. This is a cycle that we have seen in many cases. It goes back to that toxic environment and relationship that I was talking about. You have a better day at work and you know when you get home what you have to face and what's gonna happen. I'm pretty sure somebody has been there. And if you have, I really hope that you really learned something from something. You see, the lesson here is allow yourself space before reacting. Just so you can make a choice to respond supportively. The action, look for the higher purpose in what you both want. If you can agree on a shared goal, you can start to understand each other's different ways of moving towards it. Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk. I'm having fun here. Are you? I love when I break it down in such a detail that there's no way that you can have some type of argument with what I'm talking about. There's no negativity in this. This is straightforward and straight rugged directly to you. You can maybe act a certain way and you can act like I'm not saying the truth. It's just something that sometimes becomes hard to hear when it's right there in front of your face, which sometimes I find is the most easiest way to hide these things when it's right there in front of your face. As a couple, you might not want to address it, but you both know what really needs to happen. Just do it. We can sit here and fight or we can build. At the same time, we're sitting here fighting when the empire could have already been built. You see that time that we wasted? Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk. I'm going deep here. Yes, we're taking it somewhere else. Number seven, make sure you leave your job at the front door. Woo, I said it, I said it. Leave that shit at the front door. We don't need it in this house. We don't need it. It becomes so sickening and such a leeway to an argument. Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk, I have said it. Your work identity is not the same as that of a husband or wife. One company owner told me, I've got thousands of women who work for me. They all love me. So why can I not get the same love at home? I explained that one at home isn't having her needs met. She doesn't feel that what matters to her matters to you. She doesn't want to be another employee. She wants her husband back. You see, it's easy for men and women to notice how their work identity can bring an energy that jars with their marital connection. Did you catch that? A lot of times in today's society, we have grown to love work. Even if we don't, we know, hell, it pays the bills. This is what is working or this is what has worked for me. So I'm gonna continue. Meanwhile, dealing with the pressures of this world, not just at home, keep in mind, it can wear you down and you could become so focused in on your job or your workplace that you definitely carry it with you. And it becomes, that's all that you talk about. So, 
The lesson that we should be learning here and understanding is that many people have forgotten how to be a husband or how to be a wife or even how to be a lover. So the action should be check the identity you're bringing home every day. Focus on bringing your partner fun, passion, support, and not work. Authority, drive, precision is what the action should be. Number eight, don't expect them to behave in the way that you want. Isn't that right, Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk? You know what kind of gets me sometimes is that people tend to like certain people because of the imagery that they bring and they project. Meanwhile, on the other side, we know the consequences of getting in a relationship with that person, but we do it anyway. And what I'm getting at is you learned that person. You were with that person for a while. And once you learned that person, you really knew who they were, but you wanted the imagery of that person. But really, once you really got with that person and they really showed you themselves, which you already kind of knew it, but you were so stuck and focused in on that imagery, which is what reeled you in, now you see who that person really is and you don't like it. Wake up, hello, I'm sorry. But you knew what you were messing with when you got with that person and what could maybe happen. Renegade Nation Kings will talk. Do you understand? You liked it until things became bad. Now it's really hitting you what you have put yourself in. Just trying to feel bad. It happens to the best of people. It's life. But it's about understanding how to move on. With that being said, it brings us to number eight. Don't expect them to behave in the way that you want. One of my clients was in a car wash with her husband on the way to a black tie affair. She told him a joke and he didn't laugh, so she became upset. He was flustered, then hurt by her reaction. In the end, a row blew up and became so big that they turned around and went home. You ever been through that, Renegade Nation? You are out on a nice evening and one wrong word, one wrong gesture could change the whole beautiful evening. It was just all great and then it became all bad. She didn't tell him before she shared the joke that he had to laugh. Otherwise, she would be upset. When I pointed out the hidden trade she had set up with him, she countered that. It would be ridiculous to ask him in advance to laugh. <laughs> Which is exactly my point. When you love someone, you give humor, time, kindness. Because it's who you are, not because of what you want back. Yes, there is vulnerability in that and a fear of feeling silly. But with those fears only lead to disconnecting you with the person you love. The lesson, raise your expectations of yourself and your own behavior rather than your partner. The action. If you do have a particular expectation, tell them what it is. That way, you'll know right away if they can or want to meet it. Most people 
will then realize having that expectation is where the real problem lies. You can't expect too much. You can only expect what you know out of that person, correct? When you expect a certain things out of certain people, you hold them to a certain standard. And if by some way, somehow, that standard cannot be met at the time, you take it to the heart. Those emotions that you feel at the time can be healed. So again, it goes back to what I was talking about. In these heated arguments, in the time of the craziness, stop for a second and pause it and realize that this is not the end. Everything can be worked out, very simple. As we break down to the last of the last, number nine, do a five-year forecast for your marriage. That's right, five-year goals. These goals can help you later on down the line, Renegade Nation, Kings of Talk. You see, most people don't plan where they're going in their relationship, which is true, and don't think about their long-term shared vision. But that's a bit like vaguely agreeing to go on a holiday and being surprised when one of you turns up in a bikini and the other one is wearing ski equipment. One businesswoman told me 11 years ago, I agreed to marry this man. My condition being, I wanted to live in New Zealand. He said he was happy to move there, but I'm still in London. After we got married, he didn't want to go. He said, yes, I agreed, but I didn't think she was serious. <laughs> How many times have we did that, Renegade Nation? We might say something for that moment or second, but we don't really think this is going to fall through. You see, at work, we create a compelling vision to move towards, but people have poor long-term visions in a relationship, so it can lose its purpose. It can be just about raising children because they're going to leave home, and then what happens? The starting point for long-term happiness is working out a vision that makes sense to the both of you. The lesson predict future feelings. Ponder what will equal future happiness for you and your partner. The action. Don't assume you're on the same page. Have the conversation. Ask your partner what their goals are and how they hope to get there. Renegade Nation Kings of Talk. I do it. I said it. I am here to help. Always. I'm going to be 100% honest with you here. Following these steps might not work for you. It's about finding what works for you. This is just advice. I'm not saying everything will work. One thing that I can guarantee you, if you have tried the way that you thought might work, you have tried it and tried it well again. And it's been a long time. It's been a very long time. So at this point, if you're looking for some type of change, then try one. Really try it at this point. You have nothing to lose. Trust me, that's all you gotta do. Take my hand and let me lead you there. My name is E.G. the Urban Scholar. You are listening to Renegade Talk, Kings of Talk. And it's been a classic as usual. I'm here to teach you something. Hopefully you understood something I was saying. I know you did because I'm pretty sure you're sitting there having some type of argument right now. 
But remember, solve it, understand it, and create something magnificent. And with that being said, you know those two famous words that I'm also famous for? I'm gone. This in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio.